0: Welcome to the Nasty Things podcast. I'm your host, Extreme Joaquin. This is episode 37, and today we're getting nasty with Discard Zone, Nasty Things Zone, Robbie
1: Jones. No, uh, Extreme Joaquin. To leave with
0: that welcome back everybody to this wonderful episode but before i introduce our guest of the evening let's talk about our website at 14media.com where you can find the nasty things podcast the ill-minded podcast some of uh, eternal love's music and of course nasty things merch so I'm talking shirts, crewnecks, hoodies, hats, and of course, if you want to get real nasty with it, my nasty extreme underwear that's got my face in the front and in the back for whatever you need it for. With all that being said, today we have returning guest, none other, it's been a long time coming, he hasn't been on in a bit, the last time he was on was back in the, the Guardians episode, is we got ourselves Robbie Gents.
2: Hello, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. So, yeah, it's been it's been quite a while, man. You've you've had a lot going on since uh, the last time you were on, man.
2: Yeah, life's been busy and and fun. Uh, can't complain. Yeah.
0: What can uh, so uh, What can you tell the audience about what what uh, Robbie Gents has been doing lately?
2: Uh, what have I been doing lately? Most of the normal stuff, you know, uh, going to school as usual, trying to finish my degree uh i have a baby on the way now which is hey exciting.
0: wait let's hear that let's hear that let's go let's go uh
2: wow okay yeah yeah it's exciting stuff <laughs> insane so you got a baby on its way yep little gents that's wicked man like a, a week away or something two weeks away yeah jesus Pretty that's close. right that's right man um what else have i been doing uh i'm playing lots of board games i lots, guess lots
0: of board games which uh Leads me to the next thing. So, uh, Robbie Gents. So uh, to all the nasty listeners, he was actually my second ever guest. We don't talk much about the first one. One day we will. But um, yeah, so uh, it's it's been a long time, etc. So yeah, my 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 second ever guest and a nasty things crew member. But he also now officially has his very own podcast. He's And how many episodes in are you in now? I think this week was episode
2: 15.
0: 15 episodes in. Yeah. That's wild, man. So just to start it all out. So like what, what inspired you to to start this
2: podcast, man? Uh, well, I've always really liked games. And so the podcast is about board gaming, which is, yeah, something I really love. Um, and I've always really liked like content creation in general. So like podcasting, YouTube, uh, streaming, those kind of things. I've watched a lot and listened to a lot of podcasts. So that always made me really interested in doing stuff like that. And I've tried a couple times with varying degrees of success. Um, and yeah, I, I bought a bunch of podcasting stuff and hoped that I would make a podcast and it never really happened. Um, <clears throat> board gaming was always the thing I, I wanted to do the podcast on or you know, games in general, maybe. And it just kind of sat in my closet for a long time. And then you talked about wanting to do a podcast. Yeah. A while ago. Uh, I guess like 30-something episodes ago now. Something wild
0: like that, yeah, man.
2: Yeah. And I was like, hey, yeah, you should uh, you should take all of my crap that I have in my closet and you should, you should make a podcast. Like, it sounds good. It seems like a great idea. Uh, and so we set it up and we recorded episode two. Yeah, of this podcast of the nasty things podcast and it was fun it was super super fun i uh i couldn't yeah i couldn't believe how much enjoyment i had recording with you and i was like damn uh i should do this too and i did
0: exactly and and uh, yeah no it's s- sort of like uh, yourself is um i had been wanting to do it for years but the big difference being that i actually couldn't um you know like the big difference being that um you know, I, I didn't have the supplies and stuff, but I was sort of in your thing, like sort of in your same mindset where, you know, like it was it was a great idea. Uh, you know, I listened to a lot of podcasts, but it was also figuring out like my issue from the beginning was figuring out the name. I was like, like what am I going to call this, man? Because I also don't want it to specify on anything specifically. Right. Like I don't want it to just be one thing. I want it to be many things. Right. So it was just it was a process for me. And uh, going back to to your podcast though is uh, yeah it's 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 interesting man and there's a lot of things that I didn't there was a lot of board games I had never heard of <laughs> you know like like I'm t- like there was some game some board games where I'm like like okay so like what is this so so just uh, I think it's actually cool because it's something that you know like as a guy that listens to a lot of podcasts there's not many that I've listened to that you know they revolve around board games
2: <laughs> yeah I think it's like you know, there's two kinds of podcasts, either you're really niche or you're very broad. And I think both are great. Um, I, I really love board games and, you know, other, other various other things like, you know, I'm, I'm doing my degree in biology. So I listen to biology podcasts. I really love comedy. So I listen to comedy podcasts, but then, you know, the biggest podcasts in the world are all like very broad, kind of like you, where you have on different guests, Every week is a little different. You learn about so many different things, which is awesome. And I really love those as well. So yeah, it's cool just seeing the two different, the different sides of podcasting.
0: Exactly. And um, to, uh, to all the nasty listeners, uh, yeah, make sure to give specifically if you guys are into board games too, because like, you know, board games are something that I've actually, you know, I've, cause of uh, Robbie over here is um, I've gotten a chance to try very, various different ones. And um. Yeah, they're interesting. There, there's some that, like I said, uh, there's some that, uh, like, there's ideas that you would never think of that are somehow board games. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's a Star Wars one that he, like, spoke to me, like, off air, like, <laughs> I think it's been two months. I'm still waiting, man.
2: Yeah, yeah, we should play, we should play. But, Definitely.
0: like, uh, yeah, like, he's he's always had that passion for board games, so, like, you see it in the podcast, man. Like, even as a, as a guy that plays board games sometimes, right? Because, you know, like... Shout out to Hobbs over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a bit, he plays board games quite often. Yeah. Is uh, similar to him as they've both shown me other levels of board games, right? Because I always just thought of the standard Monopoly or, you know, just the most standard ones, but
2: there's so much more to them. Yeah. It's really blown up in the past, you know, in the past 30 years, mostly. Um, it, it. Some people are saying, well, people say it's the golden age of board games or whatever, but... Generally, there's just more than has ever come out before. Um, like 10,000 a year now, which is kind of crazy. 10,000 10, a year. <laughs> it's too many. Jesus Christ. I obviously don't play all these board games. It's just like not physically possible. Uh, but yeah, for right now it is like the biggest boom that uh, has ever happened, which is kind of crazy. Insane. 10,000 a-, 10, a year. That's yeah, insane. it has to go down. It can't stay that high. But So uh, with that being said, is there
0: in? <laughs> oh, because... Uh, So you do this podcast with uh, two other members, right? Yeah, yeah, two other guys. And uh, what's I'm going to call it, so (laughs) would any of those guys be able to do something close to that?
2: Uh, There's one other guy on the podcast that plays about the same amount as me, uh, maybe a little bit more. I think it's hard to say. I've stopped playing as many games as I I would like, but we've probably both played between 1,000 and 2,000 games like different board games would you
0: say yearly or uh... no
2: no like in our in our life like probably i'm probably playing like three two, between two and three hundred games a year Damn. yeah which is a lot of a lot of board games but if that's what your hobby is and you like doing it then no i get it man yeah yeah
0: that's fucking insane though 300 and these are different kinds of board games right
2: yeah yeah definitely the other people on the podcast play more than me so i am the lower end of our podcast
0: but lower of of the totem
2: pole like yeah yeah exactly like i i don't know how many games they're playing but so many so anyway
0: insanity so like So uh, going back to like how you started the podcast, how you started, um, it's a discard pile just in case. uh, (laughs) Yeah, the
2: worst name, but I I, I like the discard pile. It
0: does, it does have a ring to it, man. Um,
2: It comes up if you search it on Google, which is really nice. It comes, doesn't it? (laughs) It
0: Comes pretty hard, doesn't it?
2: It uh, is at the top of the list. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. It comes hard. So uh, (laughs) what I wanted to ask you was, so like, um, you know, so you you've been wanting to do this for a bit, Mm -hmm. and then uh, so my question was, so like the other. So the, so the other two members, like, did you guys all want to do it from the beginning or did this just sort of like, Hey, Hey guys, I kind of want to do a podcast about board games and they're like, Hey, well then, you know,
2: yeah, I, <laughs> I've just been playing board games with them for a long time. I don't think they were super into doing a podcast, but I brought it up and they, they seemed happy with it. So yeah, we went with it and it's going well so far.
0: Yeah. Because, uh, like you, you can, uh, one of the big things that I like is that you can see the fucking passion, man. You guys are clearly all into it. And, you know, like the guy from New Zealand is like it's it adds a little like awesome twist to it. If I'm going to be if I'm going to be honest like that, like his voice, because he's got a New Zealand voice. Mm -hmm. It's pretty
2: cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice that we all sound fairly different, which is great. One of the things on podcasts, it's hard if if there's more than two people, sometimes it's hard to figure out who's who. But all three of us sound fairly different, which is oh, is big great. time,
0: big yeah. time. Man. You can
2: definitely tell who's talking.
0: And hey, to be to be fair, I think my voice is pretty unique. To, to, so when other people are on, I think they can uh, distinguish extreme Joaquin to whoever's on for the week.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing to have for sure.
0: But uh, yeah, so like,
2: so you brought it up to them, and they're like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it, man." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said I have all the equipment. Let's try and see how it goes, and yeah, it was fun. We had a good time and. It's only been going for about three months, but so far it's, yeah, it's been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. And, and and from what I've listened to it too, is like, uh, it's been, like I said, it's, uh, you've, I've learned so much about board games that I, there's things that I didn't know. Like legacy gaming was one of the, Mm -hmm. one of the, one of the ones that stuck out. I'm like, wait, legacy gaming? Because, so like, um, yeah, so can you sort of explain what legacy gaming is to, yeah. is? to me, it caught me by surprise. I'm like, what the fuck is legacy gaming? When I listened to it, it was cool,
1: though.
2: Yeah, when I first heard about legacy gaming, I thought it was the coolest thing in board gaming at the time. I, it probably still is. Legacy gaming is basically when you take a board game and then at the end of every game, sometimes in the middle, but let's say at the end of every game, you get to write on the board and add your own rules. Um, usually, the rules are like stickers and so you take a, a sheet of sticker and you pick the rule you want, you put that on the board and now something has changed for the next time you play. So like, you know, we could take Monopoly for an example. You know, Monopoly is not the game that I'm playing, but it's, it's a game a lot of people know. And when you're playing Monopoly, if you could at the end of the game, take a sticker that said go to jail and put it on Boardwalk so that your va- version of Monopoly now looks different than every other version of Monopoly in the world. And whenever someone goes to Boardwalk, they must immediately go to jail. That's kind of what a legacy game would be.
0: Okay, that's pretty sweet. And uh, one one thing that I remember, like you sort of talking about, also is that it, it's a game that it goes by seasons, so it's like a whole year of the same board game. But
2: yeah, so like that's the basic of Legacy is that you change the game every time you play it. But people got smart and they realized that the most fun way to do it is to kind of have it as a season of a show. So at the end of every game, you open like a little envelope. It has some writing in it, like it explains what's happening in the game. Uh, you take some stickers out, you put them on the board, things have changed. The most common uh, version is, you know, a game called Pandemic Legacy, and it's about a pandemic attacking the earth, and you have to stop it.
0: So here's a quick question. This didn't happen to come out right <laughs> when when the pandemic hit <laughs> No, it hit. came out <laughs>
2: like eight years or ten years before it.
0: Oh, man, I could only imagine if it came out just around that time. Yeah,
2: it. I think they stopped making it as much around that time, but... <laughs> It's a very popular game, uh, and sometimes it will say, like, New York has been overrun. You need to take New York off the board. So you just take a marker, and you literally, like, take it off the board, or you take a big sticker and say, this city is gone. So you can't even go to this city if you wanted to. So, you know, each week something happens. Uh, Maybe they find a discovery for one of the cures, and you become stronger at curing that disease or whatever. Yeah, and then it's an overarching story, and after 12 games, you know, you've played the whole story all the way through. Maybe one of your character has died. Maybe, you know... Who knows what happened, right? But they try to make it more of a story uh, than like a board game you pull off the shelf. And it's good because sometimes you play Monopoly and and you're like, oh, that was fun. I'll put it there and I'll play again in a year. But this gets you to play a game like at least 12 times. And then you can, you know, recycle it or give it to a friend or whatever you want. But at least you'll play those 12 times to see all the missions all the way through.
0: Which is pretty dope. So in other words, like... You'll need, uh, like, the people that are playing with you, you better hope that they're able to play every weekend or every every week, right? Because uh, if not, I mean, that would suck for the one guy that decided not to show up one week, you know?
2: Yo, I have two copies of different legacy games that are halfway through because <laughs> I just don't know those people anymore, basically. Or, like, don't play board games with those groups. So we got halfway through the season, and I don't know what happens at the end. And part of me wants to, like, pull it out and play with my wife and be like... Don't worry about all this stuff that happened. I'll explain. But we need to see the ending cuz I want to know what the fuck happens at the end of this game. To, to be
0: fair, I like that that <clears throat> reminds me of starting like a, you know, as as an avid like television series watcher. Yeah. Like it would be like me being really into this show and then going halfway through the show and then like for one for whatever reason I can't see the other half yeah, and it's yeah. But it's but it's accessible in a sense. <laughs> exactly. It would fucking kill me inside, man.
2: Yeah, I just put them <laughs> on my my shelf in my closet, and I've just forgotten about them. But I really should pull them off and and finish them off. And
0: how many how many uh, people do you need for that game?
2: Uh, they both take four. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, one of them is Risk, which is yeah. Have you ever played Risk? Oh, of
0: course, Risk. Risk is uh
2: yeah, but that game could be up to like how many hours? Just no. Okay, they changed the rules, so it's only like an hour, an hour and a half.
0: Oh. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's
2: a tweaked version, right? But you like you can destroy countries, you can name countries whatever you want. You can just like put stickers on the board so that you know how you move your troops around the little countries. Yeah. Some countries are just wiped off the face of the map. You can nuke countries. It's it's crazy.
0: That's actually that actually sounds like a fun game. But this is the game you're talking about that you haven't finished, right? I now, haven't
2: look. finished Risk it, Legacy. No. Okay, Risk. <laughs> so I'm halfway risky. through. So. Oh my
0: god, man! Like
2: uh, you get new troops. There's like little uh, boxes. So in in Risk, usually you have all your troops do the same thing. They just they just walk around and attack each other. But so in this game, you open a box, and then your troops have like special abilities. Like maybe you get mech fighters, or you get cars with rocket launchers on them, or whatever.
0: I'm I'm fucking sold, man. <laughs> maybe uh, extreme Joaquin, Your wife and the baby can help you finish the yeah, game, yeah, man. <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be great. I'd love it. I mean, I don't I don't know what the little boy. I mean, maybe the little boy is just going to be a natural. He's just going to be moving the pieces <laughs> as we go, and uh, and you know maybe he'll pull a cigar in his mouth or smoking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's uh that's kind of what uh. <laughs> That is that that's, that fucking sucks, man. It, I can honestly, I would I would probably be dying inside knowing that I haven't. I finished mean,
2: it. we we started playing ten years ago, and it's been in my closet for ten years. So Ugh. I don't think it's ever gonna happen.
0: Hey, man, if you need me to help you finish it, uh, me you, you could throw in the baby and, and the wife. Yeah, yeah we, we got I mean,
2: it. I still know the guys I played with it or played it with. So you know, you could always join in with them, and we could we could finish it.
0: Oh, there it, there you go. Or or, or uh, if anything, we, we we call in Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just got to make sure we got all that lotion. <laughs> and we're set to go yeah all right so yeah so that's so that's sort of what legacy gaming is right
2: yeah yeah it's just a cool type of board game one of one of many cool things that they've tried to make board games a little more interesting and a little more fun
0: and and it does sound fun but yeah you definitely need uh like consistency with those kind of games is what it sounds like
2: that is the biggest thing for sure
0: just like podcasting consistency guys Mm, remember to be consistent but uh yeah continue on so like um so yeah, you have this podcast, Legacy Gaming is one of the things you like. Uh yeah. what are some of the other board games that like you guys have
2: sort of like tackled on your podcast? We talked about a bunch of stuff. Um Yeah, I I got into board gaming like uh, I I mean, I guess a very long time ago. I I don't know how many board games you played when you were a kid.
0: Me mostly, you know, the the standard ones, right? Like um obviously Monopoly, um Jenga. Yeah. Um, I think I played Battleship once and it looked a lot more cooler in the commercials.
2: <laughs> Battleship was cool. I had that one. But in the
0: commercials, I was like, oh, like the way it, when it but the one that I played didn't have batteries in it. No, me neither. So <laughs> it was just like, I didn't hear the fucking explosion, just like exploding cum. I didn't hear that shit in my, board, in my, so that game right there. And of course, um, um, I remember one of my buddies, I'm like, let's play this Risk one. He's like, game? we're not going to fucking play Risk, <laughs> trust me. Dude, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You know how long these games go for? I'm like, oh, what, like half an hour? Just like Monopoly, right? Like an hour or something? They're like, yeah. no. <laughs> it's like a whole day, bro.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, those, I mean, the classics for sure. I played those too when I was growing up. Um, Risk and, and Monopoly and Clue and uh, all that stuff, which was fun. I also played like a lot of, uh, my parents, you know, a little bit, hippie-ish i guess
0: hey so so they must have had some good kush man
2: i don't know about that but <laughs> they definitely wanted you know they were they're all about community and and stuff like that which is great um and they got me a lot of board games that everyone like won or lost together and so oh, you kind okay. trying to help each other so one of them was like about uh like farming and you have to like help other people grow their plants before winter comes which was yeah. interesting uh winter yeah. is winter's coming. Winter's coming winter is coming exactly it was the start of game of thrones uh <laughs> so that was fun i you know i played pokemon when i was a kid
0: there was a pokemon like no no oh no but you're talking about the training cards yeah
2: right? pokemon trading oh cards. my
0: god that was my shit man yeah
2: i think that got me into gaming a lot you know
0: yeah so if we include like uh card like gaming and stuff like that mm-hmm. is then yeah like i i did a lot of that sorry if you include that then i played Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon and sort of Digimon, but mostly Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon.
2: Yeah, I played Digimon. I played the Harry Potter uh, card game around that time. Harry Potter had a card game? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it did.
0: So what, did it, did it, was there like, so
2: do you can... Yep, exactly like, like spells that. Spells and it shit. It wasn't very good, but uh, it was definitely fun at the time.
0: Oh, really? So, <laughs> so just out of curiosity, I've never heard this before. So so there was a Lord of the Rings, sorry, I mean Lord of the Rings would be sick, but no, I mean, sorry, Harry Potter trading, trading card game? That's
2: insane. Yeah. Harry Potter trading card game.
0: So was there like, uh, like you got Harry Potter and yep. like
2: his friends? Everything you can think of. Snape and game. all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm
0: assuming it's not like Daniel Radcliffe. It's fucking like the... the oh, it's actually... No, Dan- no, no.
2: It was This was before the movies. And this is before the movies. Okay. I think. So or maybe you... just right when they were coming out. But it was all the book characters. Like they had just art and stuff like so that. So this is the
0: first time I'm hearing this, man. Mm-hmm. So are, have you been a closeted Harry Potter fan for years or... I
2: don't think I'm closeted. I like Harry Potter. I liked it when I was a kid a lot. I don't like it as much now, but I you know I enjoy it for sure.
0: Fair enough. yeah because um, I actually um, just a little tidbit a little knowledge to all the nasty listeners this will catch them by surprise is I actually read the first four books. Yeah, yeah and then I've seen the first three movies, but I haven't finished it.
2: But the, I, I, as an adult, they're all good. I think they get better at the end. Some people don't think so, but I think you should watch the last couple movies.
0: No, that's a. I. I actually, I'm going to go back and rewatch them all just from beginning to end just to just to refresh my head and stuff just because I do need to finish Harry Potter. Yeah, you should it know is, what happens. And I mean, oh, yeah, and by the way, fuck you, Professor Ed. It's not because of you. I just got to <laughs> do this for a personal gain. So um, anyway, fuck you, Professor Ed again. But continue on. So like, yeah, so like, Again, this is something that I, I didn't put into account, so card games, yeah.
2: Yeah, Pokemon yeah. cards. Yeah. I, and my parents weren't super excited about Pokemon cards. I don't know how yours were, but they would not buy me Pokemon cards.
0: Uh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> it's funny you say that, is I had to find other ways to get Pokemon cards. Yeah. Uh, it might have been a five-handed hand, discount. Might have stolen a book full of Pokemon cards as a young kid at at a, at a mall. That's uh, shameless. Uh, Metro Town, etc. Because, you know, when I would go to my parents, like Extreme Papa, Extreme Mama, is they'd be like, <laughs> which in other words, why in the fuck yeah. would I spend 30 bucks on a fucking cards? He's like, they're useless. Yeah. You're going to hate them when you're older anyway. Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> just, a, just, a, just just, what Extreme Papa? I wish I had a Charizard card that would be That's worth true. so much money.
2: That is, that is true. Yeah, I was the same way. They wouldn't buy me cards. Or they would, but just not very many. Um, so I just started making my own. So that was like my first time making board games, which was kind of cool. Um, yeah, it was sweet. I, used, I just like made a couple decks of custom lot of decking card games. Yeah. And then played instead of Pokemon, which it's funny
0: you say that is that that actually reminds me of back in elementary school. So, you know, when the Yu-Gi-Oh trend and stuff became huge, I don't know if you remember the Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. times is one of my buddies from school, Shout out to King. I'm not going to give the first name, but uh, he, uh, I remember like we, you know, we were into like, uh, like, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh and shit Mm -hmm. and he came up with this idea. He said, Hey man. Go when you go home, make a ton of made up Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and then we're gonna play a game tomorrow. Nice. So we did stuff like that, right? Yeah. So I I know I know what you mean by that. Yeah. And yet somehow the king would always find ways that he would win somehow. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like you said that we could only do this many points, and then he put like fucking three thousand hit points and shit. Like it was just, uh, but yeah, it was fun times. Yeah, yeah.
2: So I think that was like a big part of growing up and enjoying games, and and one of the reasons I love games now. Um, the other thing is just like video games growing up was a big part of it.
0: Oh no. Yeah. I've, I, I've gamed a lot growing up for sure. Yeah. Not quite as much as, uh, my boy Hobbs, but you know, I, was, I still gamed, but you know.
2: Yeah. I, I didn't really have like a, any way to play games when I was a kid. So all my gaming was just going to other people's houses. Which a
1: quick
0: shout out to Goldeneye, man. Yeah. Those Goldeneye, were good times. Those, Goldeneye. Yeah. Smash Bros. Like, oh man. Like if all, all you, all your friends had to say was. I got golden eye, and guess what? My mom's gonna order us pizza. Gr- sick, best night ever. And to be fair, that still sounds like a great night now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for
2: sure. Yeah, my buddies all had PCs at this time, which was kind of weird. I, I don't think any of us had like gaming systems, but our parents had all like bought computers, or their parents had mostly bought computers for like work and stuff. And we realized we could play games on those computers. So stuff like like Monkey Island or like Warcraft Two, uh, Deadlock and these are just like random games warcraft is still like a thing now <laughs> oh yeah warcraft is fucking insanely cool and great um like people still play it yeah <laughs> oh yeah 100 I mean. uh, yeah it's slightly different now but it, it is very similar and i would play those games at my friend's house and then i'd come home and i'd make the board game version of those of those games which was super fun and i spent like hours and hours doing this and i still have some of them uh do you remember the oregon trail game
0: Yes, yes, I do.
2: Okay, I have like an organ trail game that I made that is bigger than this table that we are we're on right now, like taller than me. The board, it's like all this paper.
0: And to together. anyone that doesn't know how tall Robbie Jensen is, he's about six foot eight yeah so (laughs) you could imagine how tall that fucking
2: box is man it's crazy next time you come over i'll show you and i I was super young when i made it but
0: um yeah we might have to we might have to play a little you
2: know yeah i remember playing with my my dad and and some of his friends because there was no one else around at the time and and in the game you can like buy all this shit you can buy you can buy gun you can buy bullets you can buy horses cows all this stuff there's little cards for all this stuff uh and you could buy like a belt and a shirt and pants and one of the people I was playing with, he was an adult. He's like, I'm just going to buy underwear. And I was like, What? you can't just buy underwear. You got to buy like clothes and shit. He's like, no, 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 it's good. And so then he he did fine throughout the whole game. And then after that game, I was like, I'm going to find a way to screw anyone that just buys underwear. You, yeah, because I'm, I'm assuming
0: <laughs> that the reason he did it, the reason, I don't know why I said it like that, but I saw it like Mike Tyson for a second. <laughs> but... um. The reason that he probably did is to, because you had a certain amount of money and you need a certain amount yeah, of money yeah. by the end. So he's just like, Underwear is like the cheapest. Yeah,
2: forget. I'll just do that. And
0: he, you know, so, so what were some of the circumstances that you added after? Because that's yeah. kind of a cheat code. Right? Yeah,
2: exactly. I remember like being like, damn, this guy's trying to break my game. And that was the first time I've ever had something like, oh, I have to think more about like what the players are going to do or else... People are just gonna do stuff like this. To uh, be
0: fair, extreme Joaquin would absolutely do yeah, hundred percent. Like, Fuck yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm gonna buy a gun and uh, some socks and I'm gonna go hunt some some deer. And that's yeah, because
0: because extreme Joaquin does a commando. Sorry, command commando style, baby. <laughs> commando Birthday stuff. suit. Yeah, and guns, just like real life.
2: Uh Yeah, I added some. Every turn you had to draw a card, and I added some cards that just said like uh, frostbite. If you're not wearing like a full set of clothes, then, you know, your character dies. (laughs) So I had to add some stuff in so that people had to buy a full set of clothes. Which, Um, which is hilarious.
0: That's hilarious. And shout out to your, your dad's friend, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's such like, you probably hated
0: him like right after you're like, this fucking guy.
2: It was (laughs) such like a learning moment. It's so funny that it sticks with me now. It was so long ago.
0: But that is, that is so true though. And, And there's a reason why I think a lot of board games, even, even the ones that you don't make, they probably add little, little tidbits throughout and then that's probably what you figured from that moment on you're like okay so this fucker we're gonna call him fucker is (laughs) he he uh he he found a way to break the board game and he probably did he end up winning at the end
2: uh i think it was too long and we didn't finish
0: oh Fine. man so but you got was blue ball well. he was doing well
2: he was doing so they word, didn't want to finish they were adults they were playing my fucking childish board game <laughs> they, were, they were happy to be done i'm they sure they're
0: probably like yeah can we uh go for a walk
2: <laughs> this fixed six foot long board you never make it to the end of it so <laughs> fair, fair enough yeah
0: but uh so but so essentially as a kid it was the first time you were you felt like somebody broke <laughs> broke your game <laughs> yeah. and on top of that they blue balled the fuck out of you because you didn't even finish the game either no
2: yeah but that was fun times. And it's crazy that I still have it. I wish I had more of these things. Like, I don't have all the cards I made when I was a kid uh, for like Pokemon and stuff like that. But I still have this game, which is which is crazy. So,
0: yeah, you got to pull that out, man. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll play it and, <laughs> and see how that goes. Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, but yeah, uh,
0: but continuing on. So, yeah, so th- those were some of the sort of things that you did all throughout. So, like, yeah, board and gaming and, and
2: stuff. And then, like, grade five was like the biggest, probably the biggest moment in like gaming. History for me, like my whole life. Uh,
0: I'm trying to think of grade five, man. <laughs> but yeah, continue on.
2: Grade five, uh, I I learned about magic cards.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> magic, uh, magic of the Gatherings, Magic of the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Magic
2: the it. Gathering. So the Gathering. And yeah, that was basically my life for like the next couple years. Uh, probably like the next three years. I just played Magic and collected cards and played with my friends, and that was like gaming for me. It was great. I loved it.
0: And I remember actually the first time that I was shown uh Magic of the Gathering because some guy like some guy that lived uh in the little complexes with Lil Grizz back in the day. Oh yeah. Is uh he like older guy but whatever. Mm-hmm. Is he used to be like, All right, yeah, let's play. I'll use my Magic of the Gathering cards against your Pokemon cards. <laughs> and my dumb ass, I'm like, All right, let's go. And it's yeah. like you see their attack points. I'm like, fucking fucking asshole. Even back then <laughs> I was like yeah fuck you okay i get it man magic of the gathering is more powerful he was just, i think <laughs> the numbers are smaller but <laughs>
2: really maybe yeah i don't know
0: i forgot what it was but he showed me like this and this can destroy yeah, your yeah. car there's I'm a like, lot of stuff like that and then i'm like uh okay well i guess you won <laughs> yeah exactly there's a
2: lot of like explaining what you're doing uh which is pretty funny
0: yeah but, yeah for me it was mostly pokemon so so that's when it came out so so grade five for us was back in nineteen no, 19- before that it came out the year we were born So, what was your introduction to it? So, like, who showed it to you?
2: My brother collected, uh, and he's, like, way older than me, but he gave me just, like, a a cardboard box of Magic cards. I I guess my friends started getting into it, and then the shop that we played Pokemon at, also people played Magic. So, we'd go there every day after school, and there's guys playing Magic. We're like, this looks cool. What's going on? And they're like, oh, these are Magic cards. They're showing us or whatever. And then I went home, and my brother was like, oh, I, you know, I have Magic cards from way back when. And he just gave me a cardboard box, and I was like, dope, this is sick. So, like, the kid that never had a Pokemon collection at all went from having, like, nothing to, like, a 2,000 two thousand cards or whatever so, overnight. So,
0: like, you you didn't even have any Pokemon cards? Like, I
2: mean, I had a couple, but, like, not really any collection not compared f- to other people.
0: Not, like, Extreme Walking's five-handed uh, <laughs> cards, five-handed yeah, discounted cards. cards? That's right. Yeah, I still never quite had got, like, the really cool ones, though, man. No, I mean, no, me neither. I mean, I think the coolest one that I ever had was a Dragonite.
2: No, Dragonite's cool. I got Dragonite, but but it wasn't
0: even Dragonite like the card. It was the it was from the movie. The movie, dude. The I have movie. that one still. <laughs> you have that
2: one? <laughs> fucking yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah, that's pretty sick. So
0: I had that, and I remember I was trying to trade it away, and uh, what's a McCut? When they're like, "You got Dragonite? I'll fucking trade you anything for." it. <laughs> and I showed him it's the movie one. Yeah, no, car, I don't uh, want that one. That one sucks. So I'm like, funny. Yeah,
2: fuck you too. That's hilarious. Yeah. So Magic, I mean, is still a big part of my life. Not as much anymore, but that was when it first started. When I was in grade five, which is crazy to think about um yeah and then i got like grade high school like gaming in high school for me was like xbox i guess i got a 360 so you got into the uh the 360 side of things not the playstation like Mm -hmm. this guy not a playstation no i loved halo uh at my friend's house and so back when halo was actually
0: cool now it's halo 155 and i don't
2: care halo 1 was insane halo 2 was great uh halo 3 was amazing and that's what i played
0: wouldn't you say that halo 2 is the best
2: I liked Halo Three and Halo One because those are the ones I played. I, yeah. I I understand that everyone thinks Halo Two is the best, but I played thousands of hours of Halo Three, so that's what I love.
0: Yeah, well, fuck everybody. I like Halo Reach.
2: <laughs> Halo Reach is cool. Yeah, Halo, yep. Halo Three is what for my bachelor party. Me and Extreme Woking, uh, hooked up eight Xboxes and eight TVs, and we all played four v four Halo. And, and that was Halo Three.
0: And by the way, I'll, I will stand by a fuck you, Malcolm.
2: <laughs> yeah, he kill, He's very good at Halo. <laughs> he
0: just kept fucking killing me, that motherfucker. I remember that. <laughs> what didn't help is I was pretty fucking. You were hammered. pretty <laughs> drunk, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, hey. Yeah, <laughs> like it that nice. is, it's there's something about being in the same room as the people playing video games that I really love. You know, I
0: I still kind of miss that sometimes. Is uh, that's why like I've been meaning to do this for a bit, is to have like a like a gaming night at my house. But, yeah, you know, we'll have some alcohol, some. Some other things. Uh, I mean, I've got eight, <laughs> and, uh,
2: eight Xbox 360s. If you want me to bring them, can, oh, that'd be that would actually be fun. Yeah, we could before. So.
0: We could actually do something like that. But yeah, like I've been meaning to do something along those lines for a minute. You know, make it. Uh, yeah, make it. a Yeah, just a fun. Maybe uh, yeah, nasty crew uh, gaming night. We can do something along those lines soon.
2: Yeah, yeah, that'd be really fun for, for sure. sure. Uh, yeah, high school mostly that, and then grade eleven, I got a computer because I wanted to play World of Warcraft. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so you played some WoW. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I first made a World of Warcraft character at a friend's house who had it, and then I was like, I got to get a computer now so I can play this game. And And that's what I did.
0: That's wild, and you must have been pretty disappointed when you heard about, like what was going going on behind the scenes for the World of Warcraft like uh, gaming guys. The community,
2: yeah, like the CEOs and stuff. Yeah. I didn't really follow it very much. And when that started all coming out, I was pretty out of the game because that was like grade 11. So that was a long time ago. And most of that stuff has recently happened that kind of all this stuff has come out about them being pretty terrible people. So I didn't experience it as much, but yeah, it's pretty pretty terrible.
0: Must must have been a bit of a bummer. I know that... Um I know that a guest that I had previously, actually, uh, uh, he, it used to be a military, uh, et cetera. He was a pretty big WoW fan. Yeah. So to him, like he actually hasn't even gone back when he heard all that. He stopped playing it completely. But he, he played it pretty profusely, you
2: know? Yeah. Yeah. There's always going to be people that ruin things for you. I mean, it's the same in every community, I feel like. Oh, know? absolutely. Once you get big enough, there's always some, someone out there that's that's going to ruin it for everyone else. So it's, it's too bad it happens, but... I think you can't, you know, you can't really blame the people that made the game or put like thousands of hours of effort into making something really cool and then blame it on the higher up management that are acting really shitty. So, yeah, stop playing the game is good because we don't want to give those guys money. But also we have to acknowledge that people worked really hard on doing it. And, oh, for sure. For sure. And it's still a cool, a cool product. So. But
0: yeah, so but but anyway, going back to like what we were at. Oh, yeah. Say, sorry. So you got your no, no, it was that was all me, man. Is uh, so you had your you got your first PC your first computer and you go WoW for the first
1: time.
2: Yeah, I got I got like a super shitty laptop. It couldn't play the game at all. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. It was crazy. The the laptop was so bad. I every, everything was like three seconds after it actually happened in real life. And you're playing multiplayer, right? So you're trying to shoot something, and then on your screen they're not even dead yet, but everyone else is like talking to you and being like, "Oh yeah, it's already dead," <laughs> which is pretty crazy. I was playing a super OP character at the time, so it didn't matter. I was still like
0: you know you're still fucking shit up but you're <laughs> yeah. you're like five seconds uh, behind, behind which is
2: really really bad
0: must have been a pain in the ass too it was a pain in the ass for sure but and it sounds like uh something along even <laughs> would probably happen to me currently i remember i was gonna purchase a laptop that was a hundred dollars and then it's like robbie Jens is like uh extreme uh, can can i have a look on why it's a 100 bucks yeah then he messages me back yeah it's essentially a tablet man you don't want that
2: i'm like oh, oh yeah depending on what you're doing it it's, it's like, just what? not gonna work <laughs>
0: i'm like oh i want to do yeah that's not gonna work man yeah. <laughs> that's why it's a hundred dollars
2: that was like me and you know you you can do it but it's just super slow and super shitty and you know tedious yeah exactly um the other thing that happened in grade 11 is i got a girlfriend Oh, that's cute. And yeah. my girlfriend liked to play Catan, which is a board game.
0: And Lil Grizz, don't kill this, uh, this, <laughs> this <laughs>
2: Florida girl. That was a long time ago. It's fine. Um, and so I played, I would just like skip class and hang out with my friends and my girlfriend.
0: Robbie, gent skipping class. And this is we a, would
2: go play board games for like five hours.
0: <laughs> so what, did he smoke cigarettes while doing it? You know, you yeah, had like a absolutely bandana. Absolutely not. Bandana. I not that And then you were like, yo we gonna play some ball games but we would
2: we would just like skip class and play board games which was great and that's,
0: that's fucking wild i just never seen you as somebody would skip ga- class
2: this was like grade 11 grade 12
0: sounds like extreme okay most of the time i was skipping class if i'm gonna be
2: straight you know maybe i had a free block as well it was like a mix of things um but yeah i wasn't super interested in school at the time and i like playing board games and like hanging out with my friends so that's Kind of when I started playing board games for the first time.
0: And what's wild is like it, it comes around because I mean, and not the kind of common extreme looking likes to do on the weekends, but you know, he, <laughs> is uh, you you still play board games to this day,
2: man? Yeah, I stopped for a long time. I think in like 2010, uh, Starcraft came out, which Starcraft two came out, which is the video game I played the most of in my entire life. Uh, I would when it first came out, I got a new computer. Um, I thought it was the best game ever. I played like four hours a day every day. Uh, and this was outside of high school. So we've graduated or I've graduated by this point. I've got a job, um, which was a pretty good job at the time. And yeah, I'm just like playing this video game four hours a day, trying to become pretty good cause it just came out and yeah, it was sweet. I was on a team. I was like top, I don't know, 500 people in North America
0: that's that's wild man it's like when you when you reach an accomplishment like that you're like fuck yeah
2: yeah it was sweet i wasn't like good good like i'm not making money off it or anything but i was streaming every day like all my games i was and, but coaching in the, and like things in, like that in
0: that era it was harder to make money off of that though yeah it, it is it's harder not, it's not quite like now now it's
2: but you also had to be top tier players like i i flew down to anaheim to play in a tournament and won a couple games but then ultimately just got crushed like you know the players that have been doing it for a long time they're just leagues above all these players that are starting
0: no for sure and it's um that's the one thing that uh like you know some people sometimes don't acknowledge with like pro gamers mm-hmm. is it's not as e- even if you put in all the hours these guys do sometimes you're just off by like a millisecond and that can make a di- the difference in a game man i mean the highest that I ever went in uh, any video game was back in uh PS3 with Fight Night Round 3 I made it to top 100 in nice. the world. Yeah, yeah. But um fuck like when I would play against even let's put it this way, even 99 or yeah. 98, or, pff, fuck when I played 10 I just got crushed. Yeah. It wasn't even it wasn't even a contest, man.
2: Yeah. The the problem with StarCraft 2 is it is the hardest game ever made. Oh, um, for sure it is. Yeah, you know like people You'll ask pro gamers and stuff, what's the hardest game? And the answer should be StarCraft 1 and then probably StarCraft 2. There's some debate about some other stuff, but StarCraft 1 is definitely the hardest game ever made. And, yeah, it just, you know, you can't compete with people. that It's like a both a physical and a mental game.
0: Oh, for sure. And, uh, I mean, they still have, uh, like... It's a, in, uh, Korea, yeah, it's a sport in South Korea, isn't it? Yeah, it's
2: a sport in South Korea. It's crazy.
0: Like, they're beloved over there, man. Like, yeah. it's to the point where, like, every year there's, there, there's these big tournaments, and I guarantee you there's a lot of money in there, too.
2: Yeah, for sure. They're a little bit less now, but there was tons. Like, the best story I've ever heard is um, in Korea, there is mil- you have to do military service. You have to do. Yeah, I, I am aware of that. Yes. It's yeah. one or two years. I can't uh, remember. It's actually five years. Is it five years? I'll
0: actually confirm that for you just in Holy case. Holy shit.
2: It might be. It, it's some amount of time, which is you know, longer than here because we don't have any. But um, the best story is that StarCraft was blowing up in Korea and this guy named Flash... Uh, was Not was not, coming not up.
0: Flash Gordon.
2: Not Flash Gordon, no. But his <laughs> name's Flash. He's some Korean kid. He's the best in the world. Everyone loves him. Uh, and you can defer your military uh, requirement. So he he's deferred it a couple times. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it in a couple of years and I'm like the best StarCraft 1 player in the world. I'm making all this money. Uh, I want to keep playing StarCraft. Eventually... He's got to go do the military, right? He's still the best player in the world. Everyone loves him. He goes to do the military and the military just says, fuck it. We're going to make our own StarCraft team, the military StarCraft team. And you're just going to play StarCraft all day in the military.
0: That's fucking insane, man.
2: (laughs) So they basically just made a team so that the best player in the world could keep playing while doing his military service.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. So that's, that's actually pretty, uh,
2: which was super smart. Like they, then the military teams on TV, right? Playing against all these other pro teams, uh, which is sick and such a funny thing to do. It's like, I mean, we don't really have the same thing here. Oh, no,
0: we definitely don't have the same thing. So, just going back to what I was saying, so it's actually 30 months. 30 months. Okay. Yeah. And, and now they've, uh, they've dropped it to 18 to 21 months, but sure. it depends. You have to serve it at some point in time. Though, yeah, for sure. exactly.
2: And so he served it, but he served it as a pro gamer. That's
0: insanity. Yeah. No, um,
2: And he was just so good that they made the spot for him. They never had it before. They were just like, fuck it. We'll make a team just for you. Uh, which is crazy that a country cares so much about their eSport, like their their video game culture, that they would do that.
0: And uh, what's what's crazy with just the change of times is how big eSports is now, right? Like in general. Yeah. Is, Back then, it was sort of a South Korea thing. It's become pretty big everywhere, man. I it mean, is big everywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, I remember I didn't understand it for the longest time until, you know, Robbie Jentz kind of explained why. And then I used to see my cousins all the time, look them up. So, like, like, I'm talking back in the Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, two days, it was sort uh-huh. of becoming that already. Yeah. Was you'd have people look up the tags of the best players and then you'd see them on YouTube. And then eventually it led to, like, you know, like streamers, Play, talking about it in uh, Armin... What's his name? Armin Gold
2: or... Oh, Asmongold.
0: Gold being one of the biggest... Uh, streamers. Streamers out yeah. there, right? And what makes that guy fascinating is that he, he's like... He's like, yeah, all I need is mountain blue, mountain dew. He doesn't eat vegetables or anything. <laughs> just fucking eats like a, like a complete like a scum or, you know? Yeah. Just trashy. He eats, eats Taco Bell and shit like that every day. And he lives in the same spot, but... Has a whole shitload of money, mm-hmm. but he just he just spends it on that and games all day.
2: Yeah, I feel like eight, ten years ago was like the golden age of esports. Maybe five years ago. Uh, yeah, it's fallen off a lot. I feel like you're right. It's kind of gone from esports to streaming. People want personalities now with so much more uh, like social media and stuff like that. The esports players aren't really making as much money and people aren't watching as much as they used to. But people are playing video games more than they've ever played. And,
0: and that's probably got a lot to do with, like, like we we're mentioning, and they like personalities, man. You know? Yeah. A lot of these guys that were in the esports tournament didn't really have much personality. They came there, they played, they conquered, went on with their lives. You need more personalities like Extreme O'Keefe, but I'm just not as good as those guys. That's the problem.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, moving but it, on. It was fun. Anyway, last thing to say about that is just that, like, I was on a team, so I met a lot of people, and uh, even like, yeah, there's a, there's a guy that I met from Montana. He runs the esports at the university there in Montana. That's pretty dope. Yeah, just tons of people that I wish I still talked to a lot more. But um, it, it's just it rem- it was the first time that I'd really ever really been like on a a team for something that I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cool. It was sweet.
0: No, and I could imagine that because I mean, me that like you know some of the my my go- golden age with Call of Duty. I don't play it as much anymore just because fuck the. like the uh, I just can't hang with any of the kids anymore yeah exactly is but back when I played in modern warfare one and two I actually used to play with professor ed which he was born in 1400s I don't know what the (laughs) hell he's doing playing a fucking video game but you know professor ed was and uh like what made uh that's what I've always liked about online gaming and stuff is that sometimes you'll meet a guy that you're playing and you'll play for hours man yeah then you'll you'll follow each other I remember we created this whole fucking clang that was dope, right? Like, you know, back in the day, you had clans. Yeah. Ours was Leaf Suck, et cetera. Nice. And um, what made it cool is that we played for these guys, and then it became a thing. We'd play every day, right? Yeah. And yeah. you meet these interesting people. I remember I had a guy from Compton that would play with us. Sweet. Started as a rivalry. He was like, hey, bring it see." But he did sound like that. I'm not even lying. Yeah. And I used to be like, I'm going to take you down, buster. Then we became we became allies. and nice. we, He joined our clan, and, you know, those that's what made... Um, that's what made. Uh, that's what makes gaming sometimes a lot of fun, man. Is you meet these people from the other parts of the world, and then uh, yeah, you follow each other, and then sometimes you just have a schedule like, hey, we're gonna play at this time, and then you guys just keep playing.
2: Yeah, I think I don't think I will ever have a moment in my life that is as fun as playing, you know, playing StarCraft was back then, or even playing WoW was back then. You know, when you're playing with your friends and. You don't have. You're a little bit younger, so you don't have any cares at all, or whatever. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's just a. It's a very. It's a special thing. It's really cool. You you build bonds that you. You, you would have never thought you built, yeah, exactly. and, and
0: I absolutely agree, man. No, that's why um, that's why when you were talking about this, I'm like I had to I had to talk about the, modern warfare days because those days were fun, man. Like you know you you met these you just randomly met these dudes online and you're playing with these dudes every day, you know. Yeah,
2: exactly. And I. Like, I flew down to Anaheim to meet these guys that I had been playing with, to play in a tournament with them. And, you know, we all went out for drinks and and met pro players and stuff like that and were hanging out and, yeah, it was sweet. It was was cool to, like, merge the online world with reality.
0: Oh, and so I got... Okay, now I have a question regarding that. So, like, were these guys pretty cool when you actually met them or were they a little slightly different?
2: No, they were nice guys. They were really cool.
0: Oh, that's awesome, man. So it wasn't one of those, like, uh, yeah, so... So cocksucker sixty nine was not quite what I thought he'd be in real life.
2: No, it was it was people that were pretty into playing Starcraft or watching Starcraft or whatever. We there was a lot of like regimented practice and stuff. Like you had to be on at this time. You had to teach the people that were worse than you for like whatever at least an hour every week. And you had to well, you got to be taught basically by the people that were better than you for an hour, or, or however however long. So yeah, it was like a community that was was pretty tight.
0: That's awesome, man. Yeah. but uh oh yeah so like any any last things that you wanted to talk about regarding uh that <sighs> no because i did, was great because I, I remember you wanted to uh, you had that like face of like i wanted to say this other thing right after so yeah go ahead robbie uh that, yeah uh,
2: i don't know what what else yeah, no worries. That way in my life? i'm just trying to think of gaming uh in my life after that
0: no yeah of course but uh yeah like uh while well, we got robbie Jens uh thinking about the gaming there for a second is um yeah on my end uh yeah, I think Call of Duty: Modern Warfare One and Two were super impactful for me. Yeah. Um, as far as solo games that I just played on my own, Skyrim, man. I mean, yeah. I had to fucking trade that game in, man, <laughs> because like, and I knew this because uh, I was a big Lord of the Rings fan. So I started watching Lord of the Rings, and then I'm like, fuck. Now I kind of want to play some Skyrim. So then, literally, I, I went. I remember what happened is I used to have an attic back in the day, so I went up to the attic, put in Skyrim. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go into this cave. It's gonna be some fun. Look up some shit. Then I did a side mission. I'm like, oh, but like, you know, my my inner mind was like, I'm gonna play for like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, let me check the time. I'm like, what the fuck? It's eleven o'clock at night, and I started playing at like three. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I gotta trade this in.
2: <laughs> Those games are really good. Those mm-hmm. are that's one of my earliest memories. The so before Skyrim was uh, Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Oblivion, and then before Elder Scrolls Oblivion was Morrowind.
0: Never played that. Great game. Never heard of it. Never (laughs) played it, sorry.
2: I only played it at my buddy's house because he had an Xbox at the time. And in Morrowind, the first thing that happens is you walk out of this ship and a wizard falls from the sky, dies on the ground, and he's got a scroll on him, which is like a scroll of flight.
0: Not Marvel scrolls, right?
2: Not No, not Marvel scrolls. A scroll, like a a spell. He's got a spell on him that lets you fly. And all we would do is fucking fly from the starting position to like random spots on the map. So like think of Skyrim. It let you teleport basically like infinite distance in one direction. Yes, sir. So we would just start at the starting spot and then press the button and end up some random spot, and then we would try to see what was around there. And we would just spend hours like exploring all the different places. We wouldn't even play the game; we're just like jumping around the map.
0: But that, but that's what made uh, Elder Sc- yeah. El- uh, like that's what made uh, Elder Scrolls in general like that franchise so. So cool, like I mean, Skyrim just keeps getting remastered every year. Yeah, exactly. And I haven't went on to buy it because I know what'll happen. No, like fuck, man. You just wait for the next one to come out, don't exactly. So, but like, it's kind of like, um, can we agree that one of the most useless perks that you can get in the in the game is being a fucking
2: vampire? I mean, thematically, it's dope, though, right? Yeah,
0: but then. It's like ah shit! I woke up at fucking nu- daytime. <laughs> God fucking
2: damn it! And then you die. Yeah, so this is true. <laughs> you know that was my issue. It wasn't powerful, but it was it was super cool. It was cool to be a vampire. It was but cool I, that, like if you didn't know it could happen, and then you get turned into a vampire, and you don't know what's happening. That's sick.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, it's dope. But like uh, every time you were at sun, like ah
2: shit. Yeah, you would have to go get cured for sure.
0: Yeah, so on uh, on a uh, what I was was I I joined the werewolf clan, man. Nice. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, you were a werewolf, man. <laughs> it was so fucking op and on top of that like who needed a horse at that point you could just be a fucking werewolf and just run across the map it was dope true true
2: yeah th- that game's great I-, I have played many many hours of that one very K- very fun okay
0: actually you showed me uh you showed me how to uh, unlock this one spell like this uh one special uh there was like, like this mage where you get this special like weapon i remember you like Hey, like I'll show you how to get it. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and the shitty part was that fucking uh, my guy is more of like the, he was like the shield oh, and yeah, sword motherfucker. Yeah, I so I had the shittiest archery, so it took like yeah. it took like an hour to fucking get that yeah, stupid it was like thing.
2: A, it was like a bug. You could shoot him from really far away and he wouldn't move, but he would take still take damage but your archery was so shit that we had to be there for like 20 minutes shooting arrows at this guy
0: I'm pretty sure it was longer man yeah. I was just we, like, like of arrows, it. had to
2: go buy more arrows and then go
0: back and fucking keep firing at him yeah, we <laughs> got
2: him we got him eventually we did
0: but it took so long yeah it was so funny <laughs> because your archery was good so mine mine was shit because yeah, like yeah. even to this day i mean i know there's a lot of uh there's a lot of people in like uh, specifically in those kind of games right like skyrim et cetera, that they seem to always like using like spell casters or archers yeah I've never been that guy. I'm like the in your face, slice you up with my fucking big sword, big dick style. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. rush right in, shield hit you, fucking shove a sword up your ass, cut your dick off. Like that. That's always been my style.
2: Yeah, I think it it probably says something about you. But like, if you pick a mage or an archer or like a, a thief or a warrior, I mean, it's gotta mean something, right?
0: It does because I was. I'm more of the. I'm going. I'm getting right in there. Uh, I got. I like. There's two things I like to do chew gum and kick ass and i'm all out of gum that's exactly how i fucking play man
1: yeah
2: yeah it's very fun it's cool that it lets you do all those different things too which is great oh for
0: sure and they've kind of continued it on with like games like elden ring etc yeah which fuck like those games are fucking hard man
2: yes very hard
0: like like i have elden ring Mm -hmm. and i still i mean hey gaming community don't fucking kill me for this (laughs) but i still can't fucking beat the first boss man
2: is it the horse
0: uh, n- n- he- i haven't played Elden ring so i don't know okay he- no he's a, he's like this fucking gigantic motherfucker okay, you
2: know? okay, it's okay. just uh, it's he's, he's hard i was gonna say if it's the horse you're not supposed to beat the horse anyway so uh but-
0: not, not the kind of beating you like to do huh? or han solo likes to do the kind of beating uh you, han solo will give to the horses just have that hand lotion nearby <laughs> but moving on brother so um yeah moving on from gaming Yeah, Yeah, So that was, so grade 11, it seems like was a critical time for you. And then a little bit after when you got into StarCraft and stuff.
2: Yeah, it was like three years. I was just like only playing that game, which was crazy. But then eventually I stopped and I was doing some other stuff with my life. And I just got back into magic and played so much magic.
0: And you still do, actually. I remember that we went to a con together. Yeah. And uh, you were looking for magic cards. I was like, I want to see where I can find a fucking dope statue figure or some shit like that. you know? yeah. Yeah. and um also like we weren't even really there for like some of the q a's and stuff which by the way we fucking met we saw bruce campbell yeah that was fucking dope
2: yeah i mean it was cool it was cool i, I mean i it, definitely cooler for you than for me but
0: yeah because um by the way shout out to bruce campbell i hope you listen to us man bruce campbell you're the man anytime you're in anything man i just enjoy like the evil dead franchise he popped up in Doctor Strange. He was in mm-hmm. all the... Yeah. uh Robbie Jensen's favorite fucking Marvel movies of all time, the Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's. He was in all those. Yep. Those yeah. are all my favorite. Yep. They're not corny. They're not cheesy. And they still... Not at all. ...hold up to this day.
2: I watch them all the time. <laughs>
0: but yeah so that but uh anyway going back to what you were saying so yeah you you stopped playing starcraft you moved on from
2: that yeah i just started playing magic all the time which is great uh and this is like basically when i actually started playing board games like magic's basically a board game i like to think about it as like poker for nerds so you just like go meet up with some bunch of guys
0: that that is that is actually such a such a great description (laughs) of it man i mean poker's
2: for nerds too just like mathy nerds i'm not a yeah fuck math motherfuckers (laughs) but um yeah it was fun it was good and you know we'd play it a I probably played like two tournaments every week while I was playing, and I met so many cool people. Uh, and it was like a pretty small community, and we just played at the same shop that I used to play at when I was a kid playing Pokemon cards.
0: So is and is that shop still existing now?
2: It is, yeah, it's still there.
0: Can we give it a shout out?
2: Yeah, shout out to Wally's on Hastings Street. Let to Wally,
0: not like the the Pixar movie though.
2: Yeah, like that, like the Pixar movie. It's, it's actually
0: <laughs> just like the Pixar. Movie. Okay, okay, that's fucking cool. All right, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. um yeah it was sweet it was great and people would just like all these random people would hear about magic and they'd be like yeah, i want to play and they'd come down to the shop and because there was only like 12 of us sitting in there playing every friday we'd be like yeah pull up a chair we'll like hang out and yeah it was great made and, a lot of friends
0: intimate and, and he actually did meet post malone there post malone actually popped up <laughs> one day and this is before he had the tattoos all over his face i don't
2: think post malone well i i don't want to say anything I, I i don't know how long post malone's been into magic maybe it has been a long time who knows
0: he seems like he he would be because um, he he's actually into a lot of that sort of things. Like he's pre- he's a pretty chill guy, man. He lo- yeah, like he seems sweet. Loves Lord of the Rings. Loves Magic of the Gathering. Like he talks about it all the time. He's like, I love Magic.
2: Yeah, yeah. Guys. He comes on all the magic shows all the time, and like, which seems crazy to me. Like I feel like he could charge them so much money, and but uh, he, he just does it because he's a nice guy.
0: Yeah, that's but that's what he's uh, from what I've heard. That's what he's really famous of, man. Like anyone that meets him, saying, no, he's." super calm super chill like he, he he's a guy that's a celebrity but he doesn't act like one at all he's just very friendly like they say the his fault is that you know like for example a guy just randomly jumped on the stage to hug him and Post Malone said okay yeah I'll hug you man no problem and he hugs him but people say that could be something that could end yeah, pretty yeah. bad if he consistently because you know there could be a crazy person that yeah. does it so that's the only concerning side so in other words shout out to you Post Malone you're the fucking man
2: Yeah, he seems cool. I'm into it.
0: But uh, you were... Yeah, so going back to the Magic of the Gathering. So yeah, like you you recently rediscovered your love for it. Or probably never left, actually.
2: I mean, this was like 2012. So 10 years ago now. Uh, That's when I was playing a huge amount. And yeah, I just made like some really good friends. And we did the same thing. Like we drove down to uh, Seattle to play Magic all together. And, you know, just like went on trips and played in tournaments. And, you know... I never won a lot of money or anything like that, but
0: it was the experience, man.
2: Yeah. It's the experience. You know, you win like a hundred bucks, 200 bucks at a tournament. That's pretty sweet. Uh, and just like a fun time with your friends and yeah, it was, it was fun.
0: Those are some of the funnest times though, is that when, um, it's not really, it's not really, uh, yeah, it wasn't about the money. It was about the adventure, right? Yeah. So like, uh, and I mean, going to places like Seattle and Anaheim must've been a pretty sweet tournament back in the day for the esports. um, yeah. Like, that must have been... They must have had a nice setup, too. Because in, in the States, they typically... Fuck, they put in a lot of money. Yeah, it was pretty things. good.
2: It was pretty early on in the esports, t- like, career. So Like, now, you know, they fill up a stadium. Oh, of course. But... Or, like, you know, almost. Or they did at least, you know, a couple years ago. Uh But back then, it was a little smaller. Like... Yeah, Yeah,
0: and I can imagine.
2: But it was cool to see.
0: But it was it, it was still an experience. So, like, yeah, you guys went traveling. But going back to the magic of the gathering. So, you did those trips. You went to Seattle and... Yeah. And competed in some tournaments, man.
2: Yeah. I think that's, you know, there's something about building community around whatever you love. I think that's like the key to enjoying a, a hobby or like enjoying any activity is to find other people that also enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like such a huge part of, uh, of really, yeah, finding, finding joy in something and, and getting the most out of it.
0: And that's some real talk from a real man or Robbie Gents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's insane, man. So, yeah. I, I actually didn't know about any of these, like, trips that you planned traveling. That's awesome, man.
2: Yeah, it was it was fun. It was good. And I, yeah, I don't really talk to any of those guys anymore, which makes me sad, and I would love to reach out to them and, and probably, yeah, hang out again. But it was a part of my life that I will always hold, like...
0: very ch- And cherish it.
2: Yeah, for sure. It was great.
0: You'll hold it on to, like, Joaquin holds on to bad yes. bitches. Bad bitches. Whatever you say.
1: <laughs> Um, but
0: continuing on, brother.
2: But that was it. And then that's that's like my life uh, up until eight years ago. So two years after I got into Magic, I was, I was playing Magic all the time. And then I just kind of stopped playing so much and got into board games. There, it all kind of in board game shops anyway.
0: And it all led back to board games, which yeah. is insane. So you, you, you had your, uh, I guess you could say your detox of it for like a few years.
2: Yeah, I never really like dove in. It was always kind of like Magic video games a little bit at the end of high school. But, and then I feel like I found board games eight years or like I started playing board games eight years ago. And now that's probably just what I'll play for the rest of my life.
0: Basically it was, you, you got a little taste and then then the deal is like, Hey, Hey, you want, you want to take another hit? And then that last hit was just a hit that changed your brain structure. And now you're an addict and now (laughs) board games (laughs) is life.
2: I don't know if I'm an addict. I think, (laughs) I think it's important in life to like try a lot of different things.
0: Absolutely. I'm just fucking with you.
2: man. No, no, it's good. And I, (laughs) I know I love gaming, and I love video games still, and I still love magic, but I think you're just trying to slowly find whatever, like UFC, boxing, you know, whatever sports people like to do. Of course. You you can try a bunch of different sports and then find the one that you really identify with.
0: Exactly. Like, um, and... To, to a lot of the communities, typically the the one that I do like to recommend to others is try Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's a very good community. Yeah, yeah. Because for the most part, like some of the, even some of the best uh, BJJ guys on the planet mm-hmm. are stoners, man. They just smoke a ton of weed <laughs> and they roll on the ground all the time, right? It's a good community and they, they like some, a lot of the community is actually into playing board games and stuff. If you could believe it, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu community. So like, yeah, like if, uh to, to the Nasty listeners, if you guys do want to try martial arts, I'd probably suggest uh, BJJ. It's a very welcoming community for sure.
2: Yeah, I think that's a great suggestion. Like any, if you want to get into something, find the community that's already built. You oh, know? for sure. It, we're so lucky to live with the internet. You know, Reddit is a great place to oh, meet yeah. people that are...
0: Which uh, we do have a Nasty Things uh, podcast, Reddit page, Absolutely, so you can,
2: yeah. You can follow us there. Definitely. And I, I just think finding other people that are interested in the thing that you are interested in makes it so much better.
0: Oh, for sure, man. Like, um, I, I used to work with this guy a uh, few years back and his was more Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He found his community of friends and I'm like, okay, please tell me that some of you motherfuckers dress up. He's like, yeah, two of my friends dress up and they actually go full character. I'm like, Sick. fuck yes. yeah. <laughs> so then I'm like, uh, so is he like, I'm the Mage of And He's like, yeah, actually. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but the guy got all like, yeah, he does. but he <laughs> <laughs> Like that, I'm like, no, no, but I'm not making fun, man. I just, yeah, just if fucking, that's what you're into. Like, sure. And on top of that, I'm like, ah, fuck, I want to be there. He's like, no, you can't trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: I I am not really into that very much, but there is a Game of Thrones board game where you all, each character person plays a different house in the Game of Thrones, and you battle it out and try to find out who gets King's Landing and gets the game or like, gets to be the king, the throne.
0: There. All right. And that being said, hey, hey, little Grizz. I'm challenging you for that, man. (laughs) The game's like four hours. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Little Grizz and the baby. Bring it on. Yeah,
2: yeah. But if I did that, if I ever played that game, which I've never played... But um, I would fucking dress up, or at least be like, I would too. Fuck you, Targaryens! Like, I, I guess actually, there is no Targaryens. No, no. You know what? No, Lannisters. fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We are, we are gonna, we are gonna. Fu- I, I'll fucking dress up too, man.
2: Yeah, it'd be sweet. I'll dress up as fucking. I don't Joffrey. know. What you would dress up as like, Joffrey, bro. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you don't have to dress up, but I think it's funny to play like the character. Like you know, we all know the story now, which is so cool. Yeah, it's like Star Wars. Everyone knows Star Wars now. So For when sure. you play the Star Wars board game, you there's more to it. Like you know, when Darth Vader comes out, it's like fuck, that's Darth Vader. Uh, Exactly. You know, when Lando Calrissian is like flying around in the spaceship, you're like, oh, fuck, that's Lando Lando Calrissian. Calrissian. It's Han Solo, but not the
0: one that needs lotion.
2: Yeah, that's right. But it's the same thing. Like you play the Cersei card and you like steal some shit from someone. You're like, oh, fuck, they played Cersei. That's cool. Uh,
0: This sounds like a game I need to play and I will absolutely dress up.
2: Yeah, yeah, be (laughs) sweet. You have to play with like five or six people and it takes like four hours uh, so I've just never, so I don't own it because whenever am I going to play with six people that want to play a board Game of Thrones board game for four hours? But
0: well, I mean, my friends have it. So we pretty sure, it. pretty sure Han Solo would be down. He Extreme probably w- would be. Yeah. Extreme Wokeen's down. Yeah. And any other nasty crew member, uh, just, just make, just send me a DM, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think we'd all be down though. Yeah, true. But um, yeah, going, going into that, it's funny. So like something that I forgot to mention earlier on mm-hmm. is that you said, so you played a lot of these board games that were like, you helped each other build a farm, et cetera. Yeah, is, I was like
2: four years old.
0: So that makes so much sense why your play style in board games has always been helping everyone around you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like explaining. I like finding out how games work. And so I, f- I like explaining games to people because I find them fascinating and I want to share what I find fascinating with other people. It's like It's just like you, you know? If you watch a movie that you think is insanely good or... You see a boxer that you think is like one of the best in the world. You want to be like, yo, you know, I don't really like boxing that much, but you'll be like, yo, look at this guy. Check this shit out.
0: And I actually have. And I've actually actually described how. Yeah. You got to explain it to me a little bit, but that's fine. How, how, How he sets up his punches, how he connects, what he uses, et cetera. And it's the same thing with board games. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I did want to get at is your play style has been like that. And you also help people. My play style in board games is <laughs> I just want to fuck everyone over. This man. is true. Yes.
2: You do have a play style.
0: I'm, um, I'm the wild card, man. Like everything will be going good. And it's like, God fucking damn it, Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I am, man. Yeah. I wonder or, who
2: you'd be in the Game of Thrones board game. but I seem,
0: uh, I might be a Lannister, out. man. Yeah,
2: maybe you're a Lannister. I think they're tricky, though. You're not really like tricky. Maybe you'd be the Starks. You know, they're just strong.
0: Oh uh, yeah, but I, but the Starks are like beloved, too loyal. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, I'd be, I, I'd probably be the Boltons, man. If yeah, you maybe, have to think maybe of it. the Boltons. <laughs> yeah, you know, like fucking
2: killing everyone.
0: Yeah, like Ramsey being a just a complete creep. You know, I, I don't think I'm a creep, in that regard, <laughs> but <I'm> fucking <laughs> I definitely fuck people over. Yeah, true. We'll, just, we'll make that happen. We'll make I just happen. I just totally realized. I'm like why the yeah, fuck would exactly I be? Why would be? I be Ramsey Bolton? Fuck that. But yeah, anyway, continue. So continuing on, man. So yeah,
2: I just started getting board games, and I basically like followed my own advice, like from uh, World of Warcraft and then Starcraft, building communities both of those places, and then playing Magic and building a community with those people. I was like, okay, I'm gonna find other people that really like this thing that I really love. Um, I'm gonna find other board gamers, and so I for like a year I played with just like people I know that like board games and stuff, but then uh, I went on Reddit one day and someone was like, yo, I live in Vancouver, trying to start a board game group. Who wants in? And I was like, yep, I'm, I'll do it. I don't know any of you people, but I will join. And so we went to Stormcrow, which I think you've been to.
0: Yeah, that's the one where you can like have drinks and like, uh, that, that was fucking fun times, <laughs> it's man. It's the bar you can have
2: drinks at. Yeah, yeah that's like, a, no, but it
0: was like the, it's like the board game bar. It's like, the board game bar. Yeah, they put so like, like
2: Cartoons and anime on the on the TVs and shit and,
0: which what I always thought was cool is the dice like the the mystery dice
2: yeah yeah you get a mystery drink you throw the dice and you get a a drink off whatever the dice says some of them is good some of them is fucking disgusting that's true if you get a twenty you get like a cup with. whatever you want in it or something. Yeah, it was cool.
0: Yeah, I, I, I got to go back. They closed. <laughs> they closed, yeah. Uh, so sad. But, but it, it, it
2: also had a bunch of like uh, movie props and shit on the walls. That's
0: that's what I also liked. And
2: I, I think you, it was the guys that owned PopCap. You remember the PopCap games? Uh, maybe you don't remember. But they were like little... No, I do, know,
0: I do know what the PopCap game is actually. Or
2: it, it was like a comic series online.
0: No, but I do remember the PopCaps because yeah. I used to... I never knew how to play the game, but I used to collect them.
2: back. Oh, like day. Pogs? Yeah, yeah. Pogs is one. Okay, so uh, different thing. It's a different thing. But like, anyway, they it's like a, a rich guy that owned a internet thing that that bought all these movie props. Because all the movies get shot in Vancouver anyway. So.
0: Oh, yeah. A lot of them do, which, uh, yeah. I mean, I recently had an adventure regarding that. But, well, that's <laughs> a, a topic for another day. <laughs> different podcast. But uh, <laughs> getting back to what you were saying. So you so you were going to go meet up with these guys yeah. at that bar,
2: right? Yeah. I went to the bar met up with these guys. And... We, it was all people that were looking for the same thing, right? Like, it's not just random people. They're all people that like clicked like, yeah, I want to play board games with random strangers because I don't have friends that want to play all the time or whatever. Oh, of course. Uh, And we just went to the bar and of the like five or six guys that showed up, one of them like was like, I got to go early. Like uh, my wife's calling or whatever. (laughs) I don't even know. So that that one
0: guy was probably like, yeah, fuck these guys. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) He's He's
2: (laughs) done. We've never seen him again. But the other five guys are all people that I still play board games with today, and that was eight years ago. That's insane. Five man. random strangers. None of these people knew each other.
0: Now, please tell me that one of these guys is part of the discard pile.
2: One of them is the, fucking awesome. Uh, the New Zealand guy. Oh, that's wicked, man. Yeah, it was his first time being there, and yeah, it was sweet. He he was the guy that was like, okay, getting the games and like let's let's play some games at least, and we kind of played not shitty games, but like you know, fun and, like, you know, games we play when we have play with family, you know? Yeah, of course. And so kind of a lot of us were like, is this what we're going to be playing? Like, these kind of, like, you're super easy games that there's no strategy. You're just, like, you know, messing around and shit. But eventually you know, the next week we went to someone's house and we, we started playing real board games, basically.
0: Oh, so not, not what us fucking simps over here play, right? <laughs> that's fucking, right. That's we're, right. The, we're the uh, outcasts of the of the board game community, I guess you could yeah, say.
2: Well, yeah, you, you have like games for families and then you have strategy games. And so we started playing strategy games and it was insanely fun. And yeah. so I would just do that every week with the same guys. And it happened to be like three blocks from my house and it was sweet. And I built a community there or joined a community there, I guess.
0: And and it's such a, and it's crazy because um, going back to your New Zealand friend that you met, that's fucking awesome. First yeah. of all, is when you hear that guy talk about board games, it's so, so cool. Like, mm-hmm. And on top of that, you know, he's like, I love decking. You know, it's quite, which is awesome. And I'm like, by the way, and I will say this again, you are awesome. All right. I know, Rob, <laughs> I know Robbie over here said, You don't just say that, that we're awesome. He's like, We are, though. I'm like, Yeah, you-, you are awesome, man. I'm just, just gonna let you know that.
1: <laughs> he's funny. Yeah.
0: Well, that's funny. So you so you met like one of your like co-hosts of the podcast, like off this. Yeah, yeah. And the other, Reddit, guy, man.
2: the other guy just showed up like uh, a week later. He also saw it, but couldn't make it to that date. He couldn't make it to the, the night at the bar. And so he just messaged the guy like a couple weeks later. And he's like, yo, can I join the group? And we were like, yeah. Or he was like, yeah, no problem. And so both of the guys didn't know anyone in the group. We all randomly met. And, yeah, still play board games.
0: But it is true. Uh, one thing that I want to get back to, what you said a little bit earlier, is it is so true, though, is that when you find a community of something that you're very passionate about, yeah, be it, you know, Bacacks uh, or whatever, or like, you know, Furry furry Nights, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is, um, you know, like, it, it seems to become natural when you guys, like, you know, for example, like anybody that likes martial arts and stuff, right? Like, typically, you go into a martial arts gym, everyone's going to be super welcoming, right? Because... Yeah. And that's why, like one of the big reasons I suggest uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu out of all the uh, martial arts is more so because of the community. The community is super welcoming. Regarding, like you know, because I've gone to boxing gyms and (laughs) and it's I love boxing with a passion. And some if you go to the wrong boxing gym, is they typically they like what they typically what they do. It's sometimes they do this, not all the time. But Mm -hmm. if you go to a shitty gym, which one of the times I did, is. You're the new guy. Hey, man, you want to spar me? They put you against a guy that's been experienced for years, and he lights you up. So that's what I mean. In the BJJ community, at least, uh, they're super welcoming, and they even ask you, like, hey, like, how long have you been doing this? Oh, okay, okay. And then they take it easy on you when you're rolling for the first time. So, yeah, I think that's a very welcoming community, and clearly board gaming community is a pretty welcoming community, too.
2: Yeah, I think it helps that no one... The people are there... They're not looking to make it big, you know, board gaming, you don't make any money. Absolutely none. It's just fun. It's just fun, you know, and I think a lot of people that do jujitsu probably do it for similar reasons, like building community, getting exercise, doing something they enjoy, having a like competitive outlet. It doesn't have to be like, they're going to be pro, No, oh, they yeah. like competing. Um, maybe boxing is a little bit more, I don't know, you know more than me, but
0: um, I think it just, uh. On that, maybe I—I I mean, hey, maybe I'm just shitting on it, too. I think it just depends on the gym you go to because there are, but you there are—I like to call them the smoker gyms where they kind of do that quite a bit, mm-hmm. where or like you have to earn, right, your spot for uh, for a trainer to come up and approach you and be like, hey, man, let's put in some work. So I went to a kind of a gym like that at one point where it's like I was like hitting the bag every day, and then maybe once or twice a couple of trainers came by, like I'll show you a couple of things. And then, like, a few days later, I was sparring against a guy that lit me up. So, yeah. it, it depends, right? I think it depends on the gym, you know. There's, yeah. there, there have been better boxing gyms where they don't do that.
2: I think that's really good advice, too. Like, I, I went and there's, in Vancouver, there's lots of groups that play board games. And I'm lucky that I met these people that are all really cool and really normal uh, and really nice, but it wasn't the first group I met. So, like, okay,
1: okay. So, we, tell me about the other group. Me
2: and my wife went to uh, a game night one time, and we're playing a game where you pick a card and you put it face down. It doesn't really matter if you put it face up or face down, but like, she, we would play at home and we'd always put them face up. But the rules say you're supposed to put them face down. And so, like, three times in a row, the person sitting beside her was like, you need to put that card face down. It's like, yo, oh, calm, calm down. Oh, calm the fuck down, man. And, and it's like the third time in the row they're like, I've told you again. You need to put that card face down. It's like, holy, okay.
0: And I'm, I'm sorry, but how did Lil' Grizz react she to She
2: was, this? you know, she just didn't say anything, but was like, you know, a little embarrassed. Um, she felt bad because she, you know, there's seven people there all playing a game together. She doesn't want to be the person that's fucking it up. But after that, she's like, yeah, we're never going back
0: uh sorry <laughs> i'm surprised she because i know her pretty well i think that she would say something like the right, third we were, or fourth time
2: you this know was I mean? a long time ago like we were both pretty young and it was a new situation we didn't know any of the people even, there
0: even worse so i'm very surprised that she kept it together yeah, young little Grizz. she didn't say anything young little Grizz was crazy man I'm surprised she didn't whip out a knife the third time that she was called out, man. <laughs> Definitely
2: not. No, but after that, she was like, "We're never going back here." And I was like, "Yeah, that's that's fair. That's pretty reasonable."
0: Exactly, um, and and that's why, like, I'm not really like like I said, I've gone to, I've also gone to other like boxing gyms that are actually very good, <laughs> where people are pretty welcoming. But the one that I've noticed the most, as far as that's why I keep going back to BJJ, is like. I haven't really gone to a BJJ gym where everyone's stuck up or any, anything. Everyone's super calm, super chill, and they're all just there to do the thing you love. Nice. Same like that... The first bad, ex- the first time that you went, you're like, yeah, these guys suck. Basically, you're, yeah, you probably left thinking the same. Though, you're like, okay, they were kind of rude. But with, uh,
2: yeah, I mean, it was just one person too, and one person can ruin your experience. Like, it doesn't have to be the whole group that's bad. If one person is rude to you, you know, you're probably not going back.
0: Exactly, because maybe the other guys were great, but yep. then who knows? That one guy ruined the whole thing. While you're so where you where you met like, uh, you're now co-host uh, in the discard pile. Mm-hmm is in that one was everyone there just su- well all of them like was that the second time that you went to meet me for like reddit or like a reddit community gaming that or? was the
2: first time i went on reddit to do it this other time was like at a game store they were like oh you can come every friday and we play games i was like okay
0: was, oh gotcha okay, okay yeah okay. so it
2: was like a, a hosted event but this was the first time it was just like all random people through reddit which we still joke that like we should all be fucking murderers or something because who do you meet five random people through reddit and not not all of them are crazy or something.
0: Yeah, maybe one of them right now is like, <laughs> uh, you know, while well, well, we said that, hope they didn't figure it out, but I've been cutting fingers yeah. for the last few years. I and mean, keeping it's been them
2: eight years and we're all still alive, so. Yeah, yeah. So I far, mean, so good.
0: Hey, but, but hey, it could be a long game thing. It know? could be,
2: yeah. I yeah. mean, they're all coming over this weekend. All the same people could are all be, coming over this weekend to
0: could play be, games. Could be, the, could be this weekend, man.
2: Could be, yeah. If I die this weekend, then you know why. Exactly. So, so I'm coming for you. But yeah, it's crazy that the five people that I met on that random day, um, we're still hanging out,
0: but that's, that's, uh, that's just, that's just how life can be sometimes, man. And that's why you gotta, you know, sometimes just take a risk, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important and a good thing to do.
0: Yeah. You basically rolled a dice like you do in board games. Um, (laughs) and you didn't, you didn't get killed with that roll. I did not get killed. You didn't get eliminated for sure. But yeah, so that's. But yeah, going going back to some of the some of the other discard pile things is. Mm-hmm. So uh, which which so, as a guy that now does a lot of his does, does all his editing now. Yeah. Is which episode would you say was the most pain in the ass as far as editing came? Now that you're doing your own pod and you got to be doing it, you got to be doing uh, editing weekly.
2: It's hard to say. I, I think definitely learning. Just, just learning all the tips and tricks was a grind. Um, it's, it is easier now than it was. I still should be able to do it better. Like, it still takes me way too much time to to edit an episode to edit an episode.
0: Damn! So that must be at least an hour of
2: editing. It's like two to three hours of editing. Damn! I feel like it's double the amount of time we record. So we record for between an hour and a half and two hours, and our episodes are between an hour and an hour and a half. And I'm editing for two to three hours for sure.
0: Damn, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can definitely say that Extreme Wokeen hasn't gotten into that. Uh, but, uh, th- but to be fair.
2: Um, I don't even think it's worth it, really. Like, I, we should just go to a model that's a little bit. The problem is, what we'll do is we'll just be like talking like we are right now. And then I'll just be like, hey, you know, we should add in this thing about this thing. Oh. And I'll just okay. say it now instead of saying it at the beginning. Yeah. That and makes then sense. I just got to go back through and I got to cut out everything that I say that shouldn't actually be in the show
0: okay. Yeah. That makes sense. No, no, I agree with you there. Yeah. That's, yeah. A lot of the, th- yeah, I do a lot of that off air. Hey, like we're, I'm thinking about doing this for the episode. Yeah, okay.
2: Doing it in it, advance, I think is, is smart. And we yeah. do it a little bit, but I, I've set a precedent where we just like kind of talk out loud about the episode in general. Like, oh, I liked when we said this, uh, we, let's go back to talk about this more or whatever. And so then I got to go through it.
0: okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense yeah no that's uh that's why typically i do all of that off air like hey you know this and this yeah sometimes like yeah, like right now that we're on the pod is i'll mention hey man off air we talked about this right Mm. but Mm. outside of that yeah i tend to do that beforehand
2: yeah it's smart it saves a lot of time
0: but it's part of the process man is i mean you're starting out and you're learning every
2: time man yeah yeah for sure a lot of learning processes which has been great
0: Exactly. And it's like, you know, me, I'm now like 36, 37, 38. Some, um, I'm pretty, I have a lot of episodes in now. Yeah. And uh, what's I'm gonna call it, uh, I'm still learning too, man. There's still a lot of tricks that I'm learning too, right? There's just, so
2: much to learn. Even just before I started podcasting, I really like looking up like how to do various, especially audio stuff. Like I went to music school for a while. I I like recording music and stuff like that, even though that's not my job. Or anything right now, but it's um, something you love, man. But it's something I love, yeah, absolutely. And and learning about how to, you know, the best way to do a podcast or like, you know, yeah, the best way to, to make content in general, like streaming or YouTube. I really enjoy learning that stuff, and yeah, it's fun to do it. So it's, it's no, not a bad thing.
0: It absolutely is, man. And that's that's what brings us all here, man. Is it's something that we clearly we clearly love and stuff, and and you found uh, and you found something that you happen you love and you can talk about for hours, right? Which is board gaming.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: And uh, your two other guests, which uh, there's been actually a couple of, uh, I was surprised a couple of times there was a couple of switches because one couldn't come in. I'm like, wow, a little different.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, of those people that we first met on that first day, there was two, one or two other people that were already part of the group. And then over time, we've added like four, four other people to the group. So there's a ton of us that all, you know, we don't play board games all the time together now, but we've all played board games throughout the last eight years together and so if there is ever you know someone can't make it there's tons of people that we would love to, to talk to board games about you know that we've you played just with for on. like eight years yeah so yeah it's ev-
1: cool. eventually
0: maybe you can get the creator of one of the board games on
2: yeah yeah that would be cool for sure and
0: but. then he can like discuss so he'll be like so i watch him be like a completely like so i fucking made it like this i just fucking did a bunch of shit and you're just all like what the hell like, what is this <laughs> this guy yeah. Did you jump on some of that extreme juice or what's going on, buddy? You doing okay?
2: Could be, could be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it, it's hard to talk to about people. You want to be, um, you want to be able to say what you feel about certain things. And it, sometimes when you have creators on or stuff like that, it does start to become a little bit more like your buddy, buddy with the person. So you don't want to s- say anything bad about their work. So in some ways I don't want to have any creators on because I don't want to be like, Oh yeah, we're friends now, so I can't say that your game is shit, even though it's it's terrible. Um, and I want to be able to say that, like I don't want people playing or like wasting their money, basically.
0: To be fair, Extreme King would say
1: it.
2: Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> I absolutely. Would. Got I'd no problem. Like,
1: I'd be
0: like, yo, by the way, that last movie you made fucking sucked. Yeah, man. it was bad. I mean, you don't <laughs> want to do that terrible. to someone,
2: you know? Like people, people work hard, and just because it doesn't turn out the way that you like it, it doesn't mean it's not good. Right
0: exactly. Now. So I'd say I, the way I'd place it is I'd be like. You know, in my opinion, it just fucking sucked. <laughs> That's what I'd probably say.
2: Perfect. I'll keep that one in the in the vault.
0: Yeah, you know, just just have me on when, yeah. when you have a creator on. By the way, your board game fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. No good. Yeah. No, I get it. Like, I get that in that point and that standpoint, I absolutely understand, man.
2: Yeah, and it, it's starting to become like movies now. Like, you wouldn't go and watch every movie. You're only gonna go watch the movies that interest you or that you know are good because they're winning awards or people are telling you they're good.
0: Exactly. Or like, you know, typically I also check like uh, the director that's directing. Yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And then from there you and then from there I'm like, oh, I'll probably check it out. Like Denise Villeneuve, for example. I don't know if I ever get his name right, but <laughs> I typically check out anything that he's done. You actually seen one of his projects, which is Arrival. Arrival is one of his yeah, movies. Yeah, I really, really like Arrival. So yeah, that's an example of sort of his style of movie, right? So he's oh, and he's also done Dune, by the way. He
2: oh, Dune. Nice. Yeah. nice. So and the a, second one, I guess, too. Then. Yep. He's
0: doing the second one, too. Well, he did the second one, but, you know, writer strike. But we do not need to get into the writer strike nah. <laughs> that at this point. But, yeah, was there was something else you wanted to mention regarding some of the board games and some of the podcasts there?
2: Um, not too much else. I mean, I've been really enjoying doing the podcast. That's been really fun. Okay. Uh, yeah, we've been playing lots of games. And, you know, I anyone listening, if you do enjoy board games or you want to get into board games, I think it's a good listen. But it yeah. is a... It it is it's very sure. niche, you know, like all it, we talk about is board games. So. It is.
0: But you know what, man? Like, look, as a person that does board games part time, essentially what I mean by that is I'm part of the crowd <laughs> of the family yeah, yeah, board game sure. guy is um, or every so often when Hobbs goes, hey, Extreme, you want to join us? I'm like, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Right. Yeah. Is you know what? Like um, I've learned so much from this podcast, a discard pile that um, it's got me interested in wanting to try these other style of games. Right. So I will say, like, even if you're not completely into board games, give it a listen. You'll learn about something. You'll learn something new for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's always different things we're talking about. And we just did a, a episode on escape room games. I mean, you and me have done an escape room, I think. Before. Yeah, we did. We did yeah. actually. Yeah.
0: yeah. We we actually won at the end.
2: We did. Yeah. In milliseconds. Yeah. We were like it was milliseconds from close. losing. It was kind I kind of frustrating, remember that.
0: but. I was stressed because I was like, uh, like <laughs> and, and, and I liked that <laughs> when we finally figured it out, mm-hmm right when the guy was going to open the door and I was like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. We made it.
2: It was, yeah. So we did a, a an episode on that and like um, they they have board game versions basically. Right. With like locks and timers like that and, and how you play them and which ones are good, which ones we like or don't like. And so that's like a little more accessible. You don't have to be into board games, but even if you just like going to escape rooms, you could go pick up one of those games and have fun with your family or make, pick a hard one and then <laughs> have fun with uh, whoever you like to play games with.
0: And uh, to to the board game community, the creators, uh, make sure to hook him up with some board games, man. I mean, you can tell he's got a lot of passion. He'd l- gladly give you some tips on how, what worked and what didn't. You know, like beta games. He would absolutely probably like to do that, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I would. I'd play some beta games. Time is the only thing that's hard. Um, games take a long time, like usually around two hours to play a normal board game, and so we can only board games so much in the week. And yeah, I mean, I love playing games that aren't unreleased yet. They, they have a program online now. They've got a couple of programs. One's called Board Game Arena, which is free. You can just go play like a bunch of board games on there, which is sick if you're into board gaming. Um, the other one is Tabletop Simulator, which is basically people put their games up on this website and you can play their games before they come out.
1: Okay, that so makes So during sense. the
2: pandemic, it, was, it got really popular mm-hmm. during the pandemic because you could play all these games that no one had made yet. Because no one's making any games in the pandemic because there's no shipping going on, yeah, so that was sweet um, yeah, so there there is opportunities to do it, and there's better ways to do it than others, but yeah I, I feel like time is the hard thing in life, you know
0: oh, absolutely man I, we we got so little of it, man
2: it's true you don't realize until you're really busy and then
0: oh, for sure man, I mean it just feels like the other day that the week I mean the weekend just ended, man yeah I mean it's pretty i mean it's it's insane, man, what can I
2: say? yeah it goes by fast. And
0: uh, yeah and, and with that being said, uh, any any last little touches on the board gaming side?
1: Mm,
2: no, thanks or, for having
0: me on. Um, but yeah, right before I close it all out, is there any last minute things that you'd like to mention, anything you'd like to plug, anything that you'd like to recommend to people?
2: Thanks for having me on. Uh, if people like board games, they can check out the podcast. Yep. And that's about it.
0: Okay, sweet. Okay. well, now on my end is I actually say, no. Even if you don't like board games, check out the discard pile. The discard pile's awesome. It's run by Robbie Gents and I forgot the other two. AP and... Jim. And Jim. AP and Jim. It fucking rocks. Check it out. Now on my end. Um, yeah, just give me a follow on the Nasty Things Podcast Instagram page. Mostly run by yours truly. No, sorry. Not yours truly. Han Solo. He's doing an excellent job over there. I do go in there and I read the comments. So make sure to send us a message and tell us... About some things that you'd like us to do, or some things that we'd like us to talk about, by all means, send us messages there. Also make sure to go to the nasty things Reddit page, mostly run by Professor Ed. yeah, that's, that basically says it all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, messages there, man. If you want us to talk about other things, by all means, I'll check it out'll we'll, and we'll do that. And of course, make sure to follow, yeah, really look for us anywhere you can find us. so Apple. Um, Spotify and anywhere you can really find a podcast, and ma- but make sure to give us a five stars. If and um, it would help us a ton. And if we can get enough five stars, then you get a nasty things T
2: shirt. Yeah, um, five stars is is good. If you can't support the podcast by buying merch or you know telling a friend, that's fine. If you give five stars, it's uh, it helps a lot.
0: Exactly, it helps a ton. So please, guys, give me five stars. That would be great. But with that being said, to Hot Takes Alvarez, Eternal Love, no, I didn't forget you this time, Professor Ed, to Professor Ed, Han Solo, Extreme Joaquin, and your guest of the evening,
1: Robbie Gents, Stay Nasty. Extreme Joaquin. you leave with them.